Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's going on? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I cannot wait to chat with you today because we're talking a top talking about a topic that's really close to my heart, which is gut issues and PCOS. Now, if you don't have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, or you don't know that you have it, or you definitely know that you don't have it, you're still going to gain a lot of value out of this episode because what we're really talking about is inflammation, and inflammation is something so many people experience even if you don't have PCOS. I'm just specifically calling that out because this is a huge topic that I have had personal and professional experience with, and I hear a lot of you asking me about it, so that's why I'm tying it together today. So we're talking about how your gut issues are connected to your PCOS and how it's really coming from one root cause. So for for example, for my journey, when I had PCOS, I did not know I had it. I was misdiagnosed without it for so many years because because my blood work came back quote unquote normal, which I did a whole different podcast episode on, and I will link it in the show notes if you missed it. But what I, what I was experiencing was irregular periods, literally since the day I got it. It was always irregular, came whenever it wanted to or it didn't. It eventually turned into two years without a period. I experienced facial hair growth, um, really like not, it wasn't like excessive weight gain, but it was really hard for me to maintain a healthy weight. And I definitely had a good like 15, 20 pounds added on me, which actually turned out to be inflammation, which we'll talk about in a second. I experienced migraines. I had really, really bad gut issues. I was chronically bloated for a solid two years after every single thing I ate. The only time I wasn't bloated was when I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, I feel so good. This looks like my normal body. And then the second I ate, I was so bloated. That went on for literally two years. I struggled with constipation. I was diagnosed with IBS. And the moral of the story is I I thought I had all these random things happening. The irregular periods, the gut issues, the migraines. I had random rashes all over my body, the facial hair growth. I had no idea that all of it was connected. So I was going to all these different doctors. I went to the gastroenterologist. I went to the neurologist. I went to the gynecologist. I went to every ologist, right? And all of them wanted to just prescribe me medication. And I really wasn't interested in doing that, so I was just like, no, thank you. I'd rather just stick with what's going on right now and figure it out naturally. But the point of this is, if you do have PCOS and you're also struggling with gut issues like bloating, constipation, diarrhea, pain, full gas, like things like that, it is connected and it's coming from a root cause of inflammation. Now, of course, I don't know you specifically, so I'm not, I can't tell you if that's exactly what your root cause is. For PCOS, there are four different root causes inflammation, 
insulin resistance, adrenal fatigue, and post-pill PCOS, post-birth control pill PCOS. Now, if you are experiencing, now I'm going to give you different signs of inflammation, okay? Because this will help determine if inflammation is something that you are struggling with, whether it's your root cause or something that now has just become a problem. Because for me, my main root cause of PCOS and all of the issues I was experiencing was inflammation. And inflammation could be a root cause of whatever you're experiencing too, even if it's not PCOS. You don't have to have PCOS to have inflammation. Inflammation is widespread in so many different areas for so many different reasons, which we're going to talk about. So I'm going to give you some different signs of inflammation to see if you're experiencing some of this in your body. So here we go. For example, you can have fatigue, headaches, migraines, digestive issues, joint pain, depression, anxiety. That's just signs of inflammation in general in the body. Specifically with PCOS, inflammation can cause your ovaries to produce more too much testosterone, which then is going to lead to those symptoms of acne, hair growth, and irregular periods. Now, the acne and the hair growth and irregular periods can also be coming from the root cause of insulin resistance, because like I said, there were four root causes to PCOS, inflammation, insulin resistance, adrenal fatigue, and post-pill PCOS. But if you're also experiencing... Those, you know, you have the irregular periods, maybe you have the acne or the facial hair growth, and in addition to that, you have these gut issues, most likely inflammation is what your root cause is. Now, again, even if it's not, but you are experiencing these issues, the tips that I'm going to give you today are going to help you no matter what, because that means there is some form of inflammation in the body. And inflammation and insulin resistance really are kind of go hand in hand because Insulin resistance causes inflammation in the body, and inflammation can cause insulin resistance to be worse, so it goes hand in hand. But the point of today is, I know I'm kind of going all over the place, but hopefully you're sticking with me. The point of today is, is to recognize if inflammation is something that you might be experiencing, if you are having these migraines or headaches or digestive issues, joint pain, fatigue, depression, anxiety, there most likely is some form of inflammation in your body. Now, what I want to talk to you, and and knowing that it's all connected, And knowing that this PCOS that you might be having is connected to these gut issues because the root cause is inflammation. Inflammation is what's causing your excess hair growth, your acne, your irregular periods, your digestive issues, your migraines. It seems like there's so many different things going on, but it can all be boiled down to inflammation, which is why my whole approach is about treating the cause, not the symptom. Because our society, our like medical culture is all about treating the symptom. Oh, you have a migraine? Okay, let's go to the neurologist and they're going to give you migraine medication, which is what happened to me. I actually did take that medication because my migraines were were so bad and I didn't know there was any other way out, but I freaking hated it. It made me feel so weird, but that's a whole other topic. But anyway, it's, it's, it's treating the symptom. But where is that symptom coming from? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. Where are these symptoms coming from? Because that's what's going to lead you to the root cause. And once you know the root cause, you heal that and then all the symptoms dissipate. So For inflammation, I'm going to talk about a few causes of inflammation because it's really, really important. Like we said, we want to know what the root cause is. What is causing this inflammation? We know that inflammation is at the root of it. Okay, again, I don't know you specifically, so I'm not positive, but if you're experiencing these symptoms, most likely that's what's going on. So we know that the cause is inflammation. Now we have to ask ourselves, well, what is causing the inflammation in the first place? So here are some things that cause inflammation in the body. Stress. 
sugar, dairy, gluten, vegetable oils. And when I say vegetable oils, I mean canola oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, soybean oil, coin, coin, <laughs> corn oil, pretty much in processed foods. If you take any like tortilla chip bag, any type of chip bag that you have in the house, check the back. Most likely you're going to see safflower oil, sunflower oil, possibly canola oil. These are vegetable oils that are very, very inflammatory. Now, there that doesn't mean that you can never, ever have any of them, but it is really important to be conscious of the amount that you are consuming, which I'm going to talk about in the tips to help reduce your inflammation. But that's what vegetable oils are when I say that. Other things that cause inflammation are lack of sleep, nutrient deficiencies, because some nutrients actually help combat inflammation in the body. So if you're deficient in certain nutrients, it's going to cause inflammation in the body. And lack of movement. If we're not moving our bodies, it's going to cause inflammation. So those are some things that are causing inflammation. Now, if you're sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I'm stressed out. I'm really not sleeping. I eat sugar, dairy, gluten. I have these vegetable oils. What is going on? Don't freak out. Of course, you know my approach is all about taking it one step at a time because once you know better, you can do better. Now that you know that these things cause inflammation, you could look at everything differently. And we all, the approach of, oh, okay, is this food going to make me gain weight or lose weight? Or is this workout going to help me gain weight or lose weight? The whole like conversation around health about what's going to help me lose weight is so backwards. We need to start asking our ourselves, what is going to cause inflammation in the body? What is going to be actually anti-inflammatory? Because that is what's most important for your overall health. And if you're eating things that are inflammatory, it's going to put weight on you. Like I was talking about in the beginning, when I started changing my diet and taking out inflammatory foods and, you know, working on my stress, my nutrient deficiencies, all these things, literally those 15 to 20 extra pounds I had on me ended up being inflammation because the second I started taking these things out of my diet, I am not exaggerating with you that within weeks, maybe a month tops, I that weight, that inflammation literally fell off my body because I was inflamed and I had no idea that that's what was going on. And then stuff just started getting so much better, especially my digestion. Okay, I just wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to talk to you about a completely free way that we could stay connected outside of this podcast, which is my text list. And this is, I'll text you a couple times a week about health, hormones, and mindset, little nuggets of wisdom, little tips and health facts and mindset hacks and all these things throughout the week just to keep you accountable, keep you on it, keep us connected because I love being connected in this intimate platform of podcasting. And texting is another way that's super intimate that we could connect Connect. And the best part is, is that you could answer me. You could ask me questions and I respond to you. It's actually me texting you. I love communicating with you on there. So if you're interested in hopping on that, text me your favorite nature emoji. You know me, I love nature. So text me your favorite nature emoji to 516-430-5144. And of course, if you're driving to Whole Foods right now, or maybe you're doing laundry, you're washing the dishes, whatever you're doing, maybe you are working out, going for a walk, you know it's already in the show notes. You can click the link, sign right up. The first text that will be sent to you is an automated one, but after that, it's me actually speaking to you. So I can't wait to see what your favorite nature emoji is. Remember, text it to 516-430-5144, and I cannot wait to text with you there. Now, let's get back into today's episode. 
So the point is we need to start stop thinking of things as, oh, what's going to make me gain weight or lose weight and really start thinking about what's actually causing inflammation in my body, what is going to nourish my body instead of the whole weight conversation. So those are the things that cause inflammation. We talked about the signs of inflammation and knowing that all of this is connected. So now it's, okay, how can we start reducing inflammation in the body and really start addressing that root cause, whether that's your root cause of PCOS or just your root cause of the random things that you have going on. Again, you don't have to have PCOS, have inflammation in your body. This is just, so many people are struggling with inflammation because of our modern society, the stress, the sugar, the the processed foods, the lack of sleep, the nutrient deficiencies, the lack of movement, all these things cause inflammation in the body. So how can we begin to reduce it? Well, when I'm saying these things about stress, sugar, dairy, gluten, vegetable oils, lack of sleep, nutrient deficiencies, lack of movement, for you, what sticks out the most? When I say all of those causes of inflammation, what do you think is the biggest issue for you right now? You might be saying that um, all of these things, I'm doing all of these things, I need help in all of these areas, which is fine. That's amazing. Now you know, right? So instead of feeling like overwhelmed and frustrated, like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Now you know, and now you could take steps to actually help it. But when you think about all these things that I said, what p- sticks out in your mind the most that is the biggest, pro- like the, the most problematic area for you? Is it that you're really, really stressed out and you're not managing your stress well? Is it that you're overeating sugar? Is it that you're overeating dairy or gluten or you're having a lot of processed foods that have vegetable oils in it? Is it that you're not sleeping? Is it that you really need to move your body more? Which is the number one area that is like the biggest problem for you where you're like, I know this is what I need to work on. This is where I need to start. You may have you may have some areas in the things that I just talked about and some of the causes. You might be like, no, no, no I'm really good in those areas, but here's where I need to work on. And only you can know that, right? I don't know you personally. I I feel like I know you because we're connected on this podcast. We're connected on Instagram, but I don't specifically know you and your body and only you can tell what is the biggest area for you to work on. So start there, whichever popped in your head first. Don't overthink it. Don't be like, oh, what's the best place to start? I, I don't know. Go back to the previous episode I did about just freaking starting, which is what I learned when I was coloring. But seriously, just pick whatever one popped up first and start there and then move forward. So if specifically for talking about foods though, I do want to give you some tips about how you can reduce your inflammation with adding in some foods that are going to help combat that inflammation. So of course, reducing the inflammatory foods like sugar, dairy, and gluten, and those vegetable oils, again, one step at a time. This doesn't mean you could never have any of those things, but it does mean that we really want to start reducing our intake and look at, do you have sugar more? Do you have dairy more? Do you have gluten more? What do you have the most? stuff and then again start there same same strategy as before looking at your inflammatory foods what do you have the most where can you start reducing it first and i always recommend starting with the morning so look at your breakfast does your breakfast have any of this sugar, dairy, gluten, and vegetable oils in it? If it does, start there. Start swapping stuff out there. And it just and just take it from there. One freaking step at a time is the best way to go. Then other foods that you could add in that are anti-inflammatory are healthy fats. I am such a huge proponent of healthy fats, especially for your hormone health, because they help build cholesterol, the good cholesterol, which is a precursor to our sex hormones. So we really, really need these healthy fats in our diet 
and they are anti-inflammatory. When I say healthy fats, I mean fats such as avocados, nuts, seeds like chia seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds, sesame seeds, pumpkin seeds, all the freaking seeds. Those are all really good sources of healthy fats. So is extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil. Those are really great sources of healthy fats. I did a whole episode on healthy fats, which again, I will link below. Um, so you can go check that out in case you did, in case you missed it. So that is another great thing that you can do. And then, of course, working on your sleep, right? All the things that we talked about. And then if you're thinking supplemental-wise, now before I talk about this, know first that the lifestyle, your nutrition, your lifestyle is number one to start changing before you start adding just any supplemental things that can help you because they're just exactly what they are. They are supplemental to your nutrition and lifestyle. So first start with, again, looking at the inflammatory foods you're having, looking at your stress levels, all of that first. But an additional thing that could really help you out is CBD. CBD is so freaking amazing for reducing inflammation. I absolutely love it. I take it every single day because again, inflammation was a root cause to my PCOS and it also really helps reduce stress and anxiety and it just helps me um, kind of just have a more clear mind and be able to handle things that come at me just throughout the day in the business with a lot more ease and a lot less stress and anxiousness around it. So I do a half a dropper in the morning, a half a dropper at night. My favorite brand is My Soul CBD. I absolutely love them. It's strictly CBD in there. There's no THC in it. It's super high quality. You know I'm so psycho about what I put in my body, what I put on my body. No chemicals. Like I'm so particular about what I actually put on my body. So my soul CBD is an incredible source. They are so conscious about being really, really high quality. And the actual amount of CBD that's in there is therapeutic. There are some CBD brands where it's like the smallest amount of CBD that's not actually going to do anything for you. And it's just a total waste. This is not like that. My soul CBD is amazing. It tastes so freaking good. They have so many flavors. You have to check them out. My favorite flavor right now is I love the lemon lime and the watermelon mint and raspberry is a new flavor that I also love. Um, if you do try them out, let me know and DM me on Instagram at Corinne Angelica and tell me what your favorite flavor is because I haven't tried all of them yet. So if you try one of those and you like them, let me know. If you try a different one that you like, let me know too so I could you know expand my horizons and try a different one. But if you do want to check them out, use code Corinne15 and you get 15% off. And there are so many different CBD brands too, but I really, really love and trust this brand and I highly recommend it. So again, this is supplemental to first really looking at your nutrition looking at your stress, looking at your sleep and your movement, all those things first, and then adding this on as well. It's really great for helping reduce inflammation. So to tie this all up in a pretty little bow, let me just recap what we talked about. Signs of inflammation in the body, whether you have PCOS or not, are fatigue, headaches, migraines, digestive issues, joint pain, depression, and anxiety. And if you do have PCOS, this can also look like the acne, hair growth, irregular periods, because this inflammation causes your ovaries to overproduce testosterone. So those are some signs of inflammation. And then causes of inflammation, stress, sugar, dairy, gluten, vegetable oils, lack of sleep, nutrient deficiencies, and lack of movement. And again, this 
is not about being perfect. I always say it's 80-20. We have to make this realistic. This doesn't mean you're never going to have sugar again in your life. Like, let's be real. It doesn't mean you're never going to have a tortilla chip again that, well, actually, there are tortilla chips that are made with avocado oil. So now that you could start knowing about this and you're talking, thinking about these vegetable oils, you could look at, you know, um, packages differently. I'm actually going to do a whole separate podcast episode on vegetable oils now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, it's all, it's not all or nothing. It's one step at a time. It's what you're mostly doing, not what you're always doing because that becomes way too strict and it's just not feasible. And then it becomes like a crash diet and not a lifestyle. So what can you most, what are you mostly doing? How can you reduce your inflammation starting today? One step at a time, literally just changing one thing is going to greatly improve your inflammation. And that is my tip for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If it resonated with you, please share this on Instagram and tag me. Or if you're not cool doing that, you're like, oh, I don't really like sharing this stuff on Instagram. You could just text it to a couple friends, let them know that you liked it and you think that it would really help them out too. I so appreciate you sharing this message and just being here with me. Thank you so much for being on this journey and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.